Technology, politics, and the economy are changing fast. No time to keep up with all the policies affecting your everyday life and figuring out fact from fiction? Not even sure where God could fit in all of this? Don't worry, I've got your back. I'm here to dig a little deeper into the issues of the day. And most importantly, to show you the spiritual principles and solutions we can use to rise above it all victoriously for your family's success. Stay tuned as we discover God's plan for our life on earth as it is in heaven. Last time I talked about how people will pit science against Christianity as a reason why they won't listen to your testimony about what Christ has done for you. Darwin's theory of evolution has failed the test of time, as scientific discoveries have been made over the last century or two. Many scientists have come to the conclusion that intelligent design is a more likely theory than Charles Darwin's theory of evolution by natural selection. So I can't help but think that the reason many non-scientists like it is they're emotionally invested in this theory being true so that they don't have to face the idea of an all-knowing, all-powerful, loving God that they are responsible to. Or it could be that their science is just not up to date, that they are still in the 1800s in their scientific knowledge. So we may be able to enlighten them. Just as many people who were campaigning for pro-choice were saying that a fetus is just a, a, a growth in the woman's body, just a, a lump of cells, until the ultrasound came along and we could easily see at what stage there are identifiable eyes and limbs and heart beating. So at that point, people are without excuse. I don't fault Darwin. That's how the scientific method works. You come up with a new theory and others shoot it down. And if it survives everyone's best shot over the years, then it's probably true. Or at least useful to further other discourse and future developments in science. As an aside, it always bothers me when I hear a, an advertisement and someone says something is clinically proven. In the clinic, we don't prove things. We have probabilities of this is the most likely scenario, or in this specific circumstance, this has a higher percentage of happening than, than the other scenario. It takes many, many years and many, many experiments to even say, we consider this to be likely, not proven. For the theory of evolution, it is obvious by now that this is not measured up. 
and it's time to let it die. In the, on the ash heap of history, along with all of the other scientific theories that have been shown not to be accurate. Another aspect to all of this is the myth that Christianity is counter to science. As a matter of fact, the fathers of physics, chemistry, and other sciences were devout Christians. Their assumption was that there was a creator of the universe, a lawgiver who also created them. Therefore, there must be laws that govern the whole world, which can be discovered. And we were created by this same being, so it follows that we should be able to understand the same laws governing us and the universe. This is the assumption that science is based on. On the other hand, the concept that evolution is directed by the survival of the fittest. This concept doesn't predict that whatever it produces is able to discern truth, which is a problem for evolutionists. I'm sure we can all cite examples of when a government or corporation or even an individual is fighting for survival. The truth is often a secondary concern, a casualty, if you will. So given that we all know this, why would anyone trust a brain that was produced by evolution just to survive? To trust it to be capable of knowing what is true about science or anything else. It just wouldn't be trustworthy if it was di directed by being able to survive. It doesn't mean it was able to discern truth, merely to survive which is not necessarily the same thing. So the problem that atheists have who believe in evolution is that they have no reason to trust anything they think. Christians, on the other hand, can trust that God designed us for a relationship with him. He set up laws like the speed of light, gravity, that we can rely on. And he created us with brains that follow the same rules so that we are able, at least partly, to see and discover these laws and conduct science. It's sort of like if our father is Spanish and we grew up knowing Spanish, then we should be able to read his plans that he wrote in Spanish. If we were designed by something completely different than what the universe was designed by, then we wouldn't necessarily know that language. It may be of interest to note at this point, as advanced as we like to think we are scientifically, we are still discovering how these rules play out, the, the laws governing our universe. It's recently been noticed that the molecules in our cells, which are about a billionth of our size, and the galaxies up in the sky that are about a billion times our size, 
all follow the same quantum mechanics rules. So quite interesting that at the extreme micro and the extreme macro level, the background stuff, the back-end programming, if you will, that's not apparent to the naked eye, these things follow quantum mechanics. On the other hand, the user interface, the things that we have seen throughout human history, the things that we see here on Earth, they follow Newton's law of physics, which was discovered, of course, a couple centuries ago, because that was easier to, to notice, an apple falling on your head from the tree, and noticing that whether it was heavier or light, that it was going to fall at the same rate and accelerate towards the Earth because of something we call gravity. So, whenever our friends cite evolution, let's guide them to using the scientific method without any emotional attachment to the outcome. Scientists always diligently try to remove that and to be objective and let the facts speak for themselves. It's a more rational explanation, intelligent design, and we can invite them to get to know the Creator. If you are presenting your body as a living sacrifice and allowing Holy Spirit to transform your mind, congratulations! You are integrating your spirit, mind, and body, strengthening yourself to overcome evil with good. Please leave a rating for the show and hit subscribe to be notified of new fascinating topics I'll be discussing next on Earth as it is in Heaven. Until next time, may God bless you and make you a blessing to those around you.